Since the beginning of time, civilizations have asked the questions. What is the human soul? How do we know it exists? Do we control our reality? Or are we actually living within a dream? What truly happens when we pass away? Join two of the world's leading experts in higher consciousness, and discover the truth about the soul, and the path to enlightenment. This is, The Living Soul. Welcome to The Living Soul. I'm your host, Kathy Gibson, and today we're going to talk about miracles. Now, what exactly is a miracle? The word is used so often today that it has become a cliche for some. On a superficial level, it is an unexpected event, and for others, it's like a presence of God intervening in their life. You know of people who've had miracles. You know that they've had miracle healings. They've had uh, rent being paid without having a job. There are a thousand different miracles that occur around us every day. It's just it happens so often that we forget to revel in the magnificence of what God's energy can actually do in your life. I'm a spiritual teacher. I have been around a lot of miracles. I have seen people have a lot of miracles happen in their lives. And as I watch the different things that have happened, I became aware that there's an energy force, uh, energy that we like to call the divine creative force. This energy actually has created human beings. It has created uh, relationships that flourish. It has created uh, investments that flourish. There's a creative side to the divine creative force, which is actually the energy of God. And if you are a person who uses uh, this type of energy to make your life better, then you learn how to use this force in your life so that you can create the kind of reality that you would like. Miracles happen every day. And for me, personally, I have seen miracles happen in my own life, as well as the life of, of many of our followers. And the one thing that I have noticed is that when it comes to healing the human body, this force uh, can make what is, seems to be impossible a reality. I witnessed a client who went into the hospital who had what we consider a flesh-eating uh, bacteria in her body, and her mother had the wherewithal to uh, play a recording that we call the miracle prayer for her daughter and the, the uh, recording only lasted about 10 minutes, but every 10 minutes she would restart the recording over. And as the young lady waited in the hospital and the doctors were amazed that after just a, a day or so, she started to get better. I'm talking about a flesh-eating bacteria that usually they don't make it out very well. This young lady, because of her mother playing this miracle prayer over her body, every 10 minutes started to get better. It was the energy of the divine creative force that allowed her to be able to take the energy of God's energy and work within her body. 
it started to stop the attack on her body by this flesh-eating bacteria. And within a few days, she was released from the hospital. And there could be no other explanation, but a miracle had happened in her life. So I know that miracles exist, and I'm very happy to be able to talk about this show with you. What is a miracle? The question arises in part because that's part of our business. We are an institute of higher learning and education. But we are the people that people tend to report miracles to more often than not. It's something that, when you think about it, is the simple birth of a child. Is that a miracle? How does a child go from wherever children come from and go into their mother's wombs? How does a seed that is planted in the ground become an oak tree? How does fruit come out of a plant and you look at the plant, you don't see peaches in a peach tree before the peaches come out. Where does the sweetness come from in a peach? The whole concept of learning, the whole concept of ideas, the whole concept of reality, in part comes from the brain examining itself. But how does the brain examine itself after having been self-created? The concept of a miracle is something that we really have to think about in a serious way. What is reality beyond consciousness? What is reality beyond the concept of something that happens without the help of consciousness, without the help of what we call normal reality? Is normal reality subject to rules and laws that can be broken? The first thing that I saw that I could probably call a miracle happened uh, during my medical practice, I had a client that came in who uh, was treating her child, her son, actually. But she wanted me, for some reason, to pray for her father, who was diagnosed with uh, end-stage renal or kidney cancer. And she wanted me to pray for him. And I said, okay, well, I'm not a pastor, but I'll pray for him, if you like. And I prayed for him. I prayed a prayer called the Miracle Prayer. And I prayed the prayer over his kidney, the area that had been diagnosed as cancerous. Well, he came back a couple of weeks later. She called me first, actually, and said that the cancer that had been diagnosed disappeared. And they checked him a month later, and it was still gone. And it really made me start to question. Spontaneous remissions happen. That's what doctors call cancers when they go away. So spontaneous remission. But that doesn't describe the phenomena of what happens in a spontaneous remission. I've witnessed this literally hundreds of times, probably more than the average physician would ever witness. And it's one of the things that made me retire from medicine and begin to explore this whole phenomenon. What is a miracle? A miracle is a phenomenon that happens outside of the physical laws of reality that escapes classical definition of what is possible. A miracle is something we just can't explain away using our normal laws of reality. A miracle is something that goes above and beyond reality as we know it into a realm of possibility and potential that we're only now just beginning to explore, even as physicians, even as scientists. I have been blessed to be a part of witnessing many miracles in people's lives. I have seen money come out of nowhere and enter in people's bank accounts. 
I have seen people find love that have never been able to find love before. I have seen uh, babies being born from women who were unable to get pregnant. I have witnessed many, many things, but there's a certain energy of force that I talked about before that you can connect to to help create these miracles in your own life. A lot of people like to use uh, prayers or mantras to bring or connect with that energy that I'm talking about. And when you're doing a prayer or a mantra, the more you do the prayer or the mantra or say the mantra, the better or the more you connect with the resonance of the energy of that prayer or mantra. And as a spiritual teacher, we teach people how to say these uh, divine uh, prayers that actually have an energy source all their own. And with that, they are able to connect with the energy. And the same energy is the energy of God. And miracles come from the energy of God. We all are part of that miracle. Each of our births is a miracle. So that means that we are all miraculous beings just because we were born. It's not something that you have to work hard at, but it is something that you have to try to connect with that resonance of that energy to bring these miracles into your life. When I come back with uh, my next section, I'm going to talk about a video that I watched uh, actually earlier this morning that showed this young lady who is working a lot of jobs. And for her, every day is a miracle for her to get through each day. And I will talk about that more in my next section. Where do miracles come from? That's the question I've been tasked to answer. When I was a kid, I was fascinated by ants. These red fire ants used to build these huge mounds near my home. And I would sit for hours and just watch them go all over the neighborhood and bring back stuff that just was too heavy for them to lift. And so when looking at the whole question of where the miracles come from, I related back to my experiences with the ants in respect to their size and their abilities, when they looked at me, they probably saw me as some sort of higher being. Anything that I did for them, in front of them, would look like a miracle. If I lifted up a leaf and put it in my pocket or put it in their mouth, they would say, this huge being lifted a leaf and it floated and I didn't see how it did that. And it was bigger than my entire colony of beings around me. So to that little ant, me lifting a leaf would be a miracle. He would see that as miraculous. To a being as myself, if I saw a being from a higher dimension who was bigger than me, more powerful than I am, had more spiritual energy than I do, if I saw that being do something that I couldn't understand, that I couldn't repeat or replicate in my own way, I would see that as a miracle. In my world, something being accomplished by being from a higher dimension would be like me doing something for an ant. Reaching down from a higher dimension into a lower dimension is miraculous. And scientists say that our reality doesn't really work if you don't have higher dimensions of reality surrounding us. So I believe that miracles work because beings from higher dimensions reach into our dimension and do things that we don't understand. This morning, I watched a video. I think the video was called The Working Poor. And it followed this young lady as she went to 
her first job, I think she was working at McDonald's. And she worked probably eight, nine, maybe even 10 hours on this particular day. And then she left that job and she went uh, to her, um, I think it's a hotel and her children are in the hotel with her mother-in-law. And she stayed for about two, three hours, and then she left and caught the bus and went to her second job, which was at Dunkin' Donuts. And she was actually doing the best that she could, working about 16 hours, uh, making about $9 an hour. And for her, just getting through every day is a miracle. Miracles can be defined as doing something that's unexpected or receiving something that's unexpected or or envisioning that God is intervening in your life. For most of the people who are working like she is, getting through every day would be a miracle because at the rate of things as far as how much they cost, being able to find affordable housing, trying to be able to feed yourself and your children, trying to get transportation by bus or walking to your jobs, and not even having benefits every day, the struggle is considered a miracle because they got through the day. So don't think that miracles are just these elaborate things that are unexpected and you would say, oh my God, that had to be a miracle. Every day just getting through life for some is what they count on. They count on being able to uh, be able to take care of themselves and their family. So miracles happen every day. What does science think about miracles? Most of you that have watched the show for any length of time know that I'm a scientist. I'm a board certified psychiatrist. I went to medical school, I went to college, I went to residency, and I have post-residency training in a number of areas. I also do a lot of research online and a lot of our own personal research. There was a research study that came out recently that looked at the question of miracles and science. And the study said that 38% of Americans believe that scientists should consider miracles and the supernatural more in the formulation of their theories. People believe that science is separated or divided from the concept of miracles. And to a certain extent, there are scientists that believe that miracles just don't exist. They believe that miracles are impossible. There are scientists who are very religious, very spiritual like myself, and we believe that miracles are an integral part of reality. There are scientists who are skeptical yet open-minded to the possibility of miracles, even if they don't know where they come from. Scientists are just like anybody else. Scientists are people. Scientists do work that is, in some cases, more rigorous and more demanding than what the average person does, but we still have the concept of understanding or needing to understand higher laws and higher reality. If a scientist looks at a miracle, we're going to look at a miracle in the same way that an average person does, but with a trained mind. If I see somebody with a condition that should not be cured come back the next day and the condition is gone, I'm not going to look at that condition the same way as if it was treated by traditional medicine. I'm going to say in my mind, I just saw something that's probably a miracle. And that's how I believe that science should approach reality. If a miracle presents itself, open your mind to it. Do you think there is a connection between miracles and healing? 
the question of the mechanism of spontaneous healing, and for that matter, healing in general, is something that's uh, really open to a lot of research and a lot of debate. How do we heal? How does a miracle happen? How does a miraculous healing happen? Is there an energy that exists that comes in from other dimensions that causes a cut to heal? In science, we can't replicate the healing ability of the human body. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to create white blood cells, red blood cells, thrombocytes, lymphocytes, platelets. We don't know how to create all those things from scratch. We still have to depend on the genius of the human body in order to be able to create a healing. Well, go one step further. Let's say somebody has a condition, and that condition all of a sudden just disappears. Mm -hmm. We don't know what the mechanisms are for platelets, red blood cells, white blood cells in a normal healing condition. What's happening when something just disappears out of the blue? There's an energy that's going on there that doesn't have anything to do with our normal consciousness, our normal body, normal medications. It's something we really have to look into a lot more deeply. Mm -hmm. The body seems to have its own ability to heal. Uh, you had mentioned that when, a, when you get a cut, it automatically heals itself. It's almost like there's a signal that's sent to the body, to that part that's injured, and the body itself starts working on it. Well, the body is taking energy from somewhere, and it is uh, attacking that area that needs to be fixed. The number of mechanisms that go on in a simple healing process fills up books. Mm -hmm. I remember studying uh, a subject called hematology, where you had to study all the different cells that were in the body, in the blood, just in the blood. Mm -hmm. There are literally thousands of different types of elements, cells, minerals, materials that make up something that looks simple like a drop of blood. Well, it's far from simple. Mm -hmm. It's very complicated. And there's something in the body that knows how to build it, how to tell it where to go, how to tell it what to do, how to tell it to stop doing that when things are done, mm -hmm. and then how to wait to find a condition that it needs to work on in its off time. Mm -hmm. So it's like a really serious, powerful supercomputer that we don't know anything about that's running in everybody and every person that exists. Is that the purpose of nanites? Is they well, program the nanites? To well, nanites are getting things? more and more sophisticated. They're really tiny, microscopic, sometimes even sub-microscopic computer uh, machines that can mimic some of the processes of a human body. Mm -hmm. But what happens when a person has, uh, for instance, a broken leg, and that leg heals overnight? That has been recorded. That happens. Mm -hmm. What happens when a person goes into surgery, doesn't have the surgery, and believes that they have had the surgery? We call that sham surgery. But they heal at the same rate of a person who actually has had the surgery. But what is the process there? What is the process of telling somebody you've been operated on, but you really weren't, mm -hmm. but the body reacts in the same way? I call that miraculous. I call that a miracle. Well, I think the mind has a lot to do with miracles. I think that the mind, because you told them that you actually performed that surgery on that part of the body, even though it was a sham surgery, the mind believed it. And so the mind, therefore, sends that energy and makes you heal. And that's probably that 
enter into the uh, energy source that I was talking about before, the divine creative force, the mind somehow taps into it, and I think it has a lot to do with the soul. There's a condition called multiple personality disorder, which is a psychiatrist I've treated a number of those cases, where part of a person, a whole person, can be several individuals in one body. One person can be a diabetic mm -hmm. and have totally messed up sugar intolerance. But the same person, when that other per personality goes away, has normal sugar tolerance. Mm -hmm. Or part of the personality can have high, high blood pressure. Part of the personality can be, in, can be sensitive to cold. Hmm. So all of these conditions can exist in the same person at the same time. And when one personality goes out, the other personality comes in, and you have these conditions kind of going back and forth in the same individual. Personally, I think that's miraculous mm -hmm. because why is it that you would have sugar insensitivity in one instance in, in a person and sugar tolerance in the same person in another uh, situation? Why would their blood pressure fluctuate so much from one person to another? Why would one voice be different, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera? It's really just a, a fascinating area to look at how miraculous the body is when you start looking at the mysteries of what we call miracles. Mm -hmm. What do you think the connection is between angels and miracles? That is a really superb question. We might even one day do a whole show just on angels mm -hmm. and the soul. Somebody has to bring in that energy from another dimension. Mm -hmm. uh, angels refer to a term that relates to an ancient word which meant messenger. Angels were supposed to be messengers from one dimension to another. Well, what if angels are the messengers of energy from other dimensions into this dimension? We talked earlier about anything that I would do for an ant would look miraculous. Mm -hmm. Well, if an angel is a higher being that comes from a higher dimension, its energy acting in this dimension would look nothing short of miraculous. Mm -hmm. That's my understanding. What do you think? Well, I think that the angels could very well bring in the energy of the miraculous coming from a higher dimension into the life of the person who's calling on the angel. And I think that as uh, sentient beings, we take for granted that we have the ability to call in on God or or angels and bring that energy to us. I mean, this could easily be another show.